Thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope you're able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope this message will be an inspiration to help you find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. On the last Wednesday of the month, we typically do a, uh, a little bit of a theme to this service. It's a night of prayer. And uh, typically these, these nights are some of the best Wednesdays that we have throughout the year. And uh, so you picked a good night to be here. Go ahead and give God praise. Amen. We truly, truly believe in the power of prayer. Prayer might be the most underutilized weapon in the Christian arsenal. Um, and we, we, we want to exercise this fellowship that we have with God. Um, I want to read a passage of scripture from the Old Testament tonight as we just get ready to go uh, into time of individual prayer. We'll have some time tonight where we also pray for needs and uh, pray for individuals and we'll, we'll, we'll lay hands on people that are sick or injured or um, uh, maybe something's going on uh, in your life that's causing some other turmoil. We're going we're gonna to pray for, for anybody who, uh, who needs prayer tonight. I'm so glad you're here. We're going to go to 1 Chronicles chapter 4. Nobody saw that coming. 1 Chronicles chapter 4. And in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, there's a list of, uh, it's a list of genealogy. And this person begat this person, this person begat this person. Kind of hidden in the midst of this genealogy is a man by the name of Jabez. A book was written probably now, I don't even know, 18 years ago or something like that, called The Prayer of Jabez. And it was based on this verse. And um, different people had different feelings about uh, the book. It's, it, was a, uh, it was a really good book. Um, but let's read verses 9 and 10, 1 Chronicles chapter 4. It says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. How would you like for your name to mean that? Uh, this is back when names meant something, and people kind of knew what, what your name meant or why you were named what you were named. And so Jabez grew up with that name, like, in the midst of pain, I showed up. Uh, I gave birth to him in pain. That's what the word Jabez is, so his name meant, verse 10. Jabez, though he was coming out of that, he cried out to the God of Israel. Let me hit pause for a second. Jabez is coming out of a place of pain. What does he do in that? Uh, he gets on a trajectory towards God. He prays a great prayer in his life. Can I just tell everybody in this room, uh, you know what matters more than where you came from? Is where you're going. You know what's gonna, you know what's gonna secure God's hand on your life more than where you came from is where you're going, where you're headed, the trajectory of your life. That's what matters. Too many of us are looking in the rearview mirror all the time, going, there's no way I could get on a right path because of what I've come from, and there's no way I could ever live for God because of what I did uh, last year, last month, whatever. Uh, no, no, no. What what matters is not not what happened yesterday. What matters is where we're headed tomorrow. And uh, so this is what he cries out to the Lord. Uh, he cries out to the God of Israel. This is what it is. Oh, that you would bless me. 
Some versions say, bless me indeed, that you would enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And I, I just absolutely love the last uh, phrase of verse 10. And God granted his request. Oh, I like, man, I love that. Some of y'all just need to, need to be reminded of that, that, that when we pray in God's will, this should be the expectation. And God granted his request. I, let me do, I could, I could just preach that one sentence and God granted his request, his request because I know that there are some in this room, that's why you don't pray like you could, is because you go into prayer thinking it's a long shot. You go into prayer thinking, I mean, I mean, what, what, why would God listen to me? Why would God honor my prayers? I haven't done anything uh, to deserve God to answer my prayers. Uh, and so we, we disqualify ourselves before we even bring anything to God. We need to go in with that in mind. God granted his request. But let me break down that powerful, because that's the difference for, for Jabez in his life. He comes from a, a place of pain, and yet he's more honored and more honorable than his brothers, who also uh, probably came from a very similar place. What was the difference? It was, it was Jabez's God-sized prayer that made the difference in his life. So let's look at that. And tonight, when we go into our, our prayer time tonight, I, I want to challenge you. And what we might do is... Um, have this verse up on the screen during some of our prayer time. I encourage you to pray that prayer tonight. You may want to start praying that prayer every day. Now, but for the first thing he prayed is he said, Lord, bless me. Lord, bless me indeed. And can I tell you, there is nothing wrong with praying for the blessing of God on your life, the favor of God on your life. Um, the, the, here's the thing about the favor of God. It's not fair. And, and so when the favor of God when the blessing of God is on your life, it just, it just changes uh, things. It just changes um, the way you handle things. I'll, I'll say this too. When you're praying for God's blessing, you know one of the things you're praying is, God, help me to live a life that lands under your blessing. Because when we pray for the blessing of God, we're not saying, God, I am live, I'm living an unblessable life, but bless me anyway. That's not what we're praying here. God will not contradict his word. But what we're, when we pray, God, bless me indeed, certainly it's an acknowledgement that we go, because God, if, if you get involved in my situation, uh, if you get involved, let's, let's, let's make it real practical. Like tomorrow, some of y'all are going to work. Well, what if you wake up in that morning before you go to work and say, God, today, bless me indeed. Like marked blessing on my life. All of a sudden, some things start to happen at work. People go, why are you making all these sales? Why, are you, why is the boss giving you this? And, why? And, you, and the answer is going to be, it's, it's not me. It's the blessing of God. It's the favor of God. And it's not fair. And so that's what we're praying when we say, God, bless me Indeed, I like the way Ephesians chapter one, verse three says, praise be to the God and father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. We serve a God who longs to bless you. Um, but I, I don't want to just, I don't want to live under less blessing than God would have for me. So I want to pray, God bless me. Indeed, let me live a life that would qualify me for your blessing. Help me to do that. The next thing he prayed is he said, Lord, enlarge my territory. Now, this part of this prayer, and when the book came out, again, probably a couple decades ago, 
there was some controversy, if you want to say it that way. Uh, anytime something finds success in the Christian realm, there's plenty of people lined up to go, well, I don't think it's right because of this. Like, that happens a lot. And um, um, so one of the things that uh, was a bit of a criticism of this is this idea of people would say, well, that was Jabez, and that was his unique situation. This is not meant for everybody to pray. And then they said, and when you're asking God to enlarge your territory, it is a selfish prayer. And we shouldn't pray selfish prayers. Well, until someone critiqued it that way, I never saw it as a selfish prayer. I always saw it as God enlarged my influence, enlarged my territory. Why would I do that? Because I want to influence people in the right direction. Enlarge, uh, enlarge my reach. Um, enlarge, even if, even if we're going enlarge my territory, let's say it this way, even if we're saying, God, enlarge my, okay, even if we're praying it this way, God, enlarge my financial portfolio, we still are praying that because God, because when that happens, guess what happens? More ministry gets funded, more tithe comes in, more kingdom builder money goes out. Like, that's, so it's, I never saw it as a, as a conflict of selfishness, and I, I don't, I think it comes down to the motive of our heart. So why do we want God's blessing? We want God's blessing so that we can be a blessing. Why do we want God to enlarge our territory so that we can, so that we can advance the kingdom more than we're currently advancing the kingdom? Why do we want God to enlarge our influence? Well, because the people under my influence are, are, are being uh, told of, of the goodness of God. and The people under my influence are seeing uh, a life lived for the glory of God. So he prayed, God bless me indeed. He said, God, uh, enlarge my territory. Let, let my influence grow. And he said this, he said, and God, let your hand be on me. And I love that one. God, let your hand be upon me. I can't help but think about when my, my kids were little and when we would be in sometimes less than safe environments. So maybe we're walking from, from one place to the car and we're walking through a parking lot. And I would always want my hand on my kids because they would be quick to run or dart somewhere. And so what did we do? We usually like hold my hand, like get in my hand. You know those little those little chubby fingers would be trying to squirm out of your hand and you just, as parents, you just learn how to do the death grip. Like, now you can squirm all you want. This is how this is going down all the way to the car. And when I, I, when I feel like we're praying, God, let your hand be upon me. You know what we're saying? God, let me not walk outside of relationship with you. What a, what a beautiful thing to pray. God, I don't want to go a minute out of your reach. God, I want to stay close enough to you that you can constantly correct me. You can constantly move me. You can constantly speak to me. Uh, that's what I, I think Jabez is praying there. Let your hand be upon me. Again, uh, not, for, not for selfish reasons, but God, I think I'll honor you more the closer I am to you. So God, let, let me just stay so close that I'm within your reach all the time. That your hand would be with me. And then he said, and that you would keep me from evil. We need to remember that God is our refuge. He is our, he is our covering. And maybe that prayer of keeping us from evil, that prayer may be more important now than it was when Jabez prayed it. How can you say that? Because I think there's more evil in the world now than there was then. 
And I, I wasn't there. I don't have a time machine, but uh, I, I think that's probably the case. And I think it's a very fitting current day prayer for us to pray. God, keep me from all the junk. Keep me from the deception. Keep me from the temptation, God. And, and when I do face temptation, give me strength to overcome it. Uh, and God's promised that he'll do that. Uh, and so this idea of God, God, keep me from evil. Psalms chapter 34 says, a righteous man may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. God, keep me from evil. And then the, the last thing that Jabez prayed in this prayer that we know um, and that, that, God, that God granted was kind of along those same lines. He said, God, keep me from evil. And he said that I may not uh, cause harm or that I may not be in, in, harm, uh, in harm's way. And so this part of the prayer, it's Jabez saying, keep me from evil, but then I don't want to be a stumbling block to somebody else, and I don't want to cause pain to somebody else by my actions. That's it's one of the, the aspects of sin, I think, that we think little or not enough about. Is we, we, I think we realize that sin is sinning against God, but most of our sins also sin against somebody. And so this is what, again, Again, part of what Jabez is praying here is, God, I, I just, let me be so close to you. Let me, let me learn how to act as you would act. Let me treat others the way I would, that I would want to be treated myself. Let me not cause harm to somebody else. So he's praying, God, let me be cautious in my actions so that I don't become a stumbling block to somebody else. And after Jabez prays this prayer, he comes out of a place of, of brokenness, comes out of a place of pain, but this God-sized prayer put him on a different trajectory and a different path, and God granted his request. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thank you for joining us in pursuit of growing closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.